When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, it's Royce Unchained presented by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold Investments. And Pat, we have a very important Vikings-related question for you after you tell the audience where they should be car shopping. Uh, that's uh, easy to answer, much easier than uh, what the Vikings should be doing, much easier to where you get your new vehicle. You go to Brett Paul and Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers, just like I do. I go to the Apple Valley store. Uh, they also have a Hastings store. They, uh, you know, mostly Buicks, SUVs, and, uh, and you know, I got the, I got the, my last car there was the convertible, but they got great, uh, great sedans. But of course, in modern America, you better have the, uh, the full complement of SUVs, and they have those at, uh, at uh, Brett Paul and Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers, and also those GMC Sierra trucks that uh, everybody uh, likes too. I've checked with my truck people, and it's a very well-regarded truck this year. I've never owned one in my life, but uh, uh, if you're a truck uh, owner, uh, I got the I got the sworn statements from friends of mine who drive trucks that the Sierra is just fine. Good interest rates right now, and uh, the prices are uh, pretty dang good too. Uh, Brett Paul, Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM Dealers, uh, Apple Valley, and Hastings. Check them out. All right, so you are the Vikings general manager. They have named Patrick Royce the Vikings general manager here. They they fired Quasey, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, and they've, they've should have been the there. Long. That's a very short tenure for Quasey, but yeah. it was. Yeah, the Lewis Seen draft pick kind of did him in, so he was fired, yes. and now you're the general manager. And How about Kirk Andrew Cousins. Booth? Let's not forget Andrew Booth, Booth who's who can Asimov. get into fights, who can get into fights, but he can't get into uh, action. But anyway, yes. Yep. So, so I and and I am a Kirk Cousins agent, and I come to you and I say, all right, new general manager Patrick, my client would love to play football for the Vikings for two more years. It's not going to be cheap, but let's have a conversation. What do you say to me? Uh two years, fifty million total. Yes. Otherwise, no. And, uh, you know, take a hike. You're not that good. Uh, you're, you're, you're okay, but you were, we were four, the, the bikes were four and four with you this year. Remember that. Now, we appreciate the 13-4 season. We don't appreciate the way that finished, and you had part of the responsibility for that. And, uh, you know, the, you're very popular with a, a good segment of the fan base now. But it's time for me to move on because I'm going to draft a good quarterback here and I'm going to get a cheap backup and we're going to go from there and see what happens. And uh, don't worry, Justin Jefferson will like the guy we wind up with. That's what everybody's worried. He likes Kirk. Well, the reason he said he liked Kirk 
is he didn't want Dobbsy or Mullins or Jared Hall throwing to him. So yes, I I if I was a the greatest wide receiver in the world, I would prefer Kirk to those three guys too. But that I, is but the I, narrative. That is that is the runaway train narrative that has left the station and yes. has gone so far the other way that that we'll see now. And even Jefferson came out a couple weeks ago and said, "Well, I hope everyone after seeing." some of these games yes, appreciates right. Kirk, but like, so if, if, okay, we've established that Kirk cousins is better than journeyman backups. Congratulations, <laughs> yes. I guess. Yes. And uh, by the way, uh, you know, Josh Dobbs uh, won a couple of games that Kirk might not have won. So let's, uh, you know, let's not say that it was a complete waste, but then again, the, his, his third start was really shaky and his fourth story was start was a complete train wreck. And I don't blame him for, uh, uh, switching um, and and going elsewhere, but uh, it's uh, yeah. I I mean it's it's time. It's it's time to get your quarterback. Come on, let's. Uh, otherwise, you end up doing the whole Denny thing from the '90s, and and I think I think it worked a little better in the '90s. The uh, the the competition for the young quarterbacks wasn't quite as bad, but he had the you know he brought in McMahon and they made the playoffs, which really was a tribute to that team because he stunk. McMahon and then uh you know he had Moon for three years he had a couple other he had the other guys kicking around he had Gannon Salisbury one year right couldn't decide which one and yeah, really. uh so uh it's uh you know it's time to get your quarterback and there's this as I said yesterday they got the they got four or five options this year and you're not gonna you're gonna get beat uh, uh, Sunday, uh Sunday and you're gonna end up uh, drafting 10th 11th 12th and you throw a good player into some deal and uh, a good draft choice and uh, you, you can get up to seven or eight and, uh, and draft a really good quarterback and let's go that route and goodbye Kirk uh for 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 me when you got up there with your shirt off that's when I would have released you but uh anyway that, wow that that I mean, was he is chiseled guy. though Pat I mean that's a man oh, who he really he's he wanted himself to show off his nipples he Let's wanted see. to show off his uh his Christian nipples so I guess that was uh, okay so Christian nipples <laughs> sounds like a song I just threw that. Oh, wait, I wonder what I wonder what they thought of him down at uh, down at the uh, down at Dad's church. Do you want to see my like. Christian nipples, my Irish <laughs> yeah, Catholic right, nipples? Oh right. God! So no, you know what the anyway. funny thing though is, Patrick. The huh? the funniest thing is speaking of of Vikings narratives as the off season approaches. The funniest one I think is the Jefferson one of, oh my God, if Jefferson doesn't like the quarterback, he's going to play out his contract next season and leave us. He is not going to take the field without a new contract. Now, they could trade him. I don't think he's going to force his way way out. But there is no way on God's green earth that that man is going to play on the final year of his contract no. after being hurt so he could see who the quarterback is and maybe suffer a catastrophic injury while doing so. And and plus, they still have the hammer of being able to, you know, what, you know what, uh, keep him they can retain him too right if they want to i mean they can and they have very, already for but can, but he's not going to play on the last year of yeah. a rookie contract when when he's in line to get a massive payday with yeah, a lot I, of guarantees i, I agree with you and he's going to get it he's going to get it here and uh yeah. you know and you're not going to have money for kirk i don't i don't think it's that big a problem well but, also uh, too like so he watches you know justin jefferson kicks back on a on a you know college football playoff semifinal Monday night, and he yes. watches Michael Penix throw for 450 yards, or 
he went to LSU, right? Jaden yeah. Daniels. Let's say the Vikings yes. trade up a couple spots and draft Jaden Daniels. Fellow yeah. LSU guy, right? Do you think yeah. Justin Jefferson's going to be like, no, I'm following Kirk to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, to be, right. I demand yeah. to be traded to yeah. Pittsburgh. Kirk's, Kirk's going back to the commanders, and I want to go with him, dang it. Uh, Kirk, I mean, <laughs> everything, together. Is, everything is all forgiven. Or the uh, Yeah, yeah, it, it's... It's uh, it's wonder, it's wonder. The people that have become the big Kirk psychos in the last couple of years are willing to grasp anything to tell you he's irreplaceable, and uh, I don't think he is. So, plus he's what thirty six? Did you tell me thirty six? He'll be thirty six next season. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. The ship has sailed. Come on, let's go. This is uh, this is uh, it's time to re it's time to redo a lot of things around here. But uh, one of those things is not getting rid of Justin Jefferson. And another one is I'd like to see him bring back Hunter. I'd like, hate to see that pass rush without Hunter right now. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they end up trading him. Would you? They can't. They can't trade Daniel. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Free agent. He, he signed that deal. So he's yeah. a free agent, flat out. Correct. Just under like Unrestricted, for- open market free agent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be a bad loss. Wow. Uh, good luck, Brian Flores, trying to piece that defense together with no pass rushers and, that, and no defense. And backs. that's the risk they ran. So they were, you know, they they clawed their way back right before the trade deadline. They win that game against the Packers. Yeah. I, and I think that was the week before the trade deadline. And so mm-hmm. they decided, even though they lost Kirk, they decided we're going to push forward and we're not going to trade. I mean, there would have been suitors for Daniil Hunter at the trade deadline. That's kind of the latest yeah. trend, right? Look for an, a, Look how many pass rushers have been traded the last few years. And they mm-hmm. decided we'd rather go to unrestricted free agency and make a run at the playoffs this year. And they come up short. It was basically the worst case scenario for Daniil. If he walks and you miss the playoffs, boy. Yeah. Here's the deal. Uh, the other thing is we blame this on Ziggy and uh, the Welfs. We, I always this is another uh, fine bit of lingo you get from Viking fandom is the Welfs want a competitive rebuild. The Wolves, Wolves are the ones that are re, re, No, they're not. They they got 65,000 morons in there screaming skull. They're making 250 million a year whether they competitively rebuild or stink, whether they're 4 and 13 to get a big high draft choice or they're, you know, 8 7 and 10 and missing the playoffs or 13 and 4 doesn't make any difference to their bottom line and they might feel better walking out of these arena after a uh, after the palatial place after a victory but they're not going in and saying we got to have a competitive rebuild but nobody's going to come out and say our goal this year is to stink and get a higher draft choice who's going to say that nobody you know nobody it's not like this franchise is unique and and in, in, in saying, oh yeah, we 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 thought we think we're going to win this year. Of course, you say that. That's you know that's the way it works. In the and to your point, if they go, if they, I mean, the, they they don't do it very often. But when they win like four or five games, they yeah. won. You know, go back the Ponder draft year, the the mm-hmm. Khalil draft year. Like there haven't been many, but did they did they not sell out every game that year and the mm-hmm. next year? Right. And by the, the way, when. You, when you draft a quarterback, you get to sell that quarterback's jersey now. You get to make yes. all the merchandise. Down. Their yes. fandom, is, their fandom though, does get in the, the way at times. It's not the money; it's the fandom. 
it's it's the fact that they think it's cool that they love to go to a stadium where they think that their team can can win and so they don't have the patience to put up with that so it's not money it's actually i mean they they grew up giants fans and they don't didn't like what they saw i don't blame them in the 70s and 80s and then they saw the team start to turn a corner and the giants made a couple of runs i think as a wild card or one run and that's that's the issue from the fan standpoint. But here, okay, but here's my next question. For, I, I for don't you think, that, let me say one thing. I don't yeah. think the fans are leaving. I mean, they might be unhappy, but they're still going to be buying. No, I'm saying the Wilfs, the Wilfs being fans. Oh, it's, I see. It's okay. not the, it, it, they're going to make their dough, but they are huge fans. They love to show up at the games and feel like the team is relevant for their own sake. Okay, okay but but that right. but that's insinuating. And now we're, now we're like kind of fighting a hypothetical you know, we're trying to get inside the minds of the Wolves here, but that the insinuation that if they say goodbye to Kirk Cousins and they draft Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix, yeah. they're oh, going to be bad. Saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that quarterback. They might I'm be, just saying this. See, the, the Texans drafted C.J. Stroud and got better. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's it's not a guarantee that you draft a rookie quarterback. I know people are freaked out over some of the whiffs the Vikings have had at quarterback, but like yeah. they might get better if they find the right 22, 23-year-old quarterback. And uh, the, the the fact of the matter is, if they don't bring back Kirk, people will be whining for ten minutes. But if they get one of these guys, they're going to be all in on him. You know, they're going right. to be fans all are going to be so and excited. By the, time, yes. by the time training, by the time mini camp comes around, we'll be we'll be panting with excitement. Uh, we just don't want. To, we just don't want to get one of those quarterbacks at number 12 who uh, is feeling so sorry for himself. He runs off to Wisconsin and gets married in the middle of the season. So, uh, you know, <laughs> who's having such a moral, having such emotional issues. He can't, uh, he can't handle it. Kirk, to me, Christian is in addition to his, uh, his, uh, his emotional immaturity had a lot to do with uh, his failures, I think. You and know, we were excited yeah. about that too. That oh, yeah. that's the thing that pe- people forget. Yeah, you're right, Pat. If you draft a quarterback first round, and my God, if it's top ten, yeah. you, you're exactly right. Fans are going to be so jazzed up. You're going to have very few people say, "How could you have gotten rid of Kirk Cousins and drafted a top ten QB?" And the Ponder thing. I mean, I remember when Dilfer came out and pounded Ponder. So this is a terrible pick. Yes, this guy sucks. Yes, yes. right. Uh, we, we were all like, "Screw you, Trent Dilfer. This guy's going to be great." <laughs> yeah. Trent so right. here's the here's the other thing about fans too is they got to find out. We got to play Jared Hall because they got to find out if he's the quarterback of the future. No, he <laughs> isn't. He's a fifth round, twenty five year old guy who might continue to be on your team for three or four years, but it, he was not drafted to be the quarterback of the future in the fifth round. He was drafted to be a body, you know, but it's nice body. to know that officially after the first yes, half yes, of that last yes, game, but, but every time they draft some guy, you know, the only guy that ever gets drafted as a quarterback of the future is somebody in the, First round, for goodness sakes, maybe the middle, maybe some guy that you think is a real sleeper in the second round. But if you're drafted after that, you're a body. Kellen Mond yeah. wasn't the quarterback of the future either. He was. They should have kept him as a punt returner or something. But, we've uh, done, uh, and we've every year we we go through and update the exercise too because because you get the pushback. People love to bring up the one exception 
as a new rule, right? Well, wait yeah. a second. You're not guaranteed anything by drafting 12th. Look at Brock Purdy. He was the last pick in the draft. And I said, okay, let's, yeah, yeah you're yeah. isolating one example. And we've done the exercise. There's literally only like seven or eight quarterbacks in the last 25 years that have been two-year starters drafted after the third round. And Kirk is one yeah. of them. Kirk was yeah. a fourth-round pick, but it's, it is easily the exception and not the rule. And Kirk got drafted in the year of Robert Griffin and was supposed to never play. He was supposed to be the backup, and then Griffin got hurt, and uh, that's yeah. the, the rest of it is is history. But uh, uh, it's uh, you know it, the the conclusions that are reached are uh, you know just because a quarterback gets drafted later on doesn't mean that oh boy they really like this guy. You know Wade Wilson was what. 14th round or something like that. It's like Brad Johnson was like 12th round, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Wade Wilson stayed here eight years as the backup. That's why we drafted him. He's a backup. Yeah. You know, and then he ended up playing. So Yeah, that would it's be nice. that's Jaren if Jaron Hall could be the backup to whoever they draft. Yeah. Yes. Everybody in a be year happy. or two, that would be that would be great. I would be happy. But uh, you know, it's it's time to you you can't you can't invest. 90 million in this guy for two years to keep him. I just, I just, to me, and plus, will he take a two year deal? He's never been, you know, I, the, the thing I admired him most about, most about him is when he became a free agent. And they said, How much of that do we have to guarantee? And he said, His agent said, 100%. He <laughs> was the first guy that did that. And I gave him credit for that. You no, know, no, if you tell me you're going to pay me this much, you know. I saw Chad Greenwood at his uh, daughter's basketball game a couple of weeks ago. And every time I see him, I got the thought that they took away, they stole half his money <laughs> and then had him on the field every play and never gave him any money back. You know, he was supposed to yeah. make seven. They paid him three and a half and then he never left the field because some guy got hurt. And, yeah, now he's got hurt. and now him and his family are struggling, right? As you can Hell see. Oh yeah, they're having a hard time. <laughs> I, I, I think his wife's in the financial business just to make things even better. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, they would always, they would I'm, always go to Chad and Rudolph to, to yeah, pay uh, somebody else. You know. Nice, uh, nice, uh, nice win for Ben Johnson last night. Is, uh, Is that you know, two, yeah. we got two big 10 wins, right? Two big should, 10 wins. Two to one. Had, and that was, three. We said a couple of days ago that this is like key game of season. You're playing a struggling team on the road. If you can, you should go out and this is one of the big 10 teams you can beat on the road right now. If you go down and, you know, if you go down and play that way and they, uh, they beat them. So uh, good for them. They got a, they got a, he's got a, I think he's going to, I think he's got a good chance to survive. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I, I really do. I think that I think they can win seven or eight big 10 games and then that's enough. Uh, the big problem will be keeping guys after this season with the transfer portal and not having any money. You know, that's, yep. that's what, that's what, you know, I mean, like battle, this team, if you threw, if you had still had battle on this team shooting threes, you'd be, uh, you know, looking pretty good. Instead, he supposedly got a couple hundred thousand dollars. I was going to say, I think he got two from the Buckeyes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, they'll, they're coming to poach you. And that's, that's the problem when you're, you know, the Gophers dinky town collective is all about football. So. Hey, uh, do, do we know how the Gopher medical staff would react to? I uh, remember Dennis Evans, that center who yeah, who said who that. said 
Sorry, Gophers, I'm going to Louisville. Uh, not medically cleared to continue playing basketball. And, and they, so, won't, they won't tell us what the reason is, whether right. it's, uh, you know, they won't tell us what it is. But he was, I was looking at his box score early, and then sometimes he wasn't even in it. He was averaging one point a game. And uh, Let's go get the uh, Twins medical staff to clear him. Let's you know bring what? him back to Minnesota. Yeah. No recruit in the history of the Star Tribune has ever been covered closer no. than Dennis was. I thought Marcus was going to adopt him, but uh, uh, there might be time yeah. still. He was. Uh, you, you looked at his high school stats though, and you said, "You should okay block shots," and he does that. But he's got to score some points. He's seven foot tall. He should be scoring 30, 30 a game, not twelve or something in so, high school. Yeah, but he. Sure. I wonder if it's like emotional because he's you know he got down there and he's can't play. They've had two, they had two, now he, he, most people call him a four-star. Some people call him a five-star Evans, but they've had two five-stars. Neither made it the, neither of on the court down there now. It's a disaster. Louisville basketball is a disaster with Kenny Payne. He's going to get fired at the end of the year. See, this is what happens. When you choose the moral high ground of, we don't want prostitution rings on campus anymore. Yeah, bring Your back basketball Rick. program yes. goes to hell. What happens? You know? Bring back That's Rick Pitino, right. for Christ's sake. That's right. Yeah. Yes, Rick. Bring back Rick. He's at St. John's. I know. Go get Rick. He's only 71. I looked it up today. He's only 71. I take him him tomorrow. Oh, have it, yes. Yeah. Come in and cheat all you want. Not his kid, but his kid is, uh, you know, (laughs) how much money in their careers have the Patino family paid the Mashburns? That's what I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. You know. Because he had him at Kentucky. He was he was Ricky's first superstar at Kentucky, mm-hmm, Jamal yep. Senior, who's, by the way, a very successful businessman in Kentucky, Jamal Mashburn Sr. But uh, then, you know, Rick Rick got him down in New Mexico, and uh, that, that couldn't have been cheap either. Not anymore, anyway, in, no. in the transfer era. So. Oh, New Mexico, the, yeah. the state of uh, cast-off gopher coaches. Uh, the last Yes, not anymore, though, Jerry. Jerry is uh, – now, did you see Jerry might be going to Vanderbilt as a consultant, somebody yeah. said? Yeah, yeah, that's the – That's always the first the step report. back. Like, he always gets burnt out, needs to stop yeah, coaching. I, I, then he'll consult he, for a he, year, he get the itch. Those, he loves those consulting jobs that uh, you, right. you get you pontificate because he had it in Virginia Tech and that guy got fired and now they came back and have a pretty good year. So Jerry's consulting jobs man. are great, man. You're accountable yeah. to nothing. You can just give your advice, get paid, yeah. and what whatever happens, you're not getting but, yeah. fired. And uh, here's the problem. I said this before, though. He walked away from eight million here and he's never gotten over it. He's never gotten over the, why did I do that? Why didn't I just take my meds for two more weeks and try to come back? So yeah. I don't think he's, it was a momentary thing. They were not playing well. He was not feeling, he was feeling terrible. He had about five seizures in two weeks. And he, you know, instead of taking another medical leave and collecting his money, he walked. And uh, I don't think he's ever gotten over walking away from 8 million. And let's face it, most of us, would feel bad about walking away from eight billion. It'd be nice like, to have a shot at that. Actually, you know, have that. a Powerball ticket worth eight million and lose it. That's uh, you know. That, you know what though? Jerry likes to bounce bad. around. You Jerry feel likes because you couldn't go to the you couldn't go to the state or the, the store and said, "No, I really did have that number. I just lost <laughs> it." You know, and I'll take half. You know, just give me half. So, Jerry likes to bounce around. I I become convinced yeah, he, he he's was, a serial bouncer. No, I think he would have stayed here. I really, I think he 
was popular enough here, he would have he would have stayed here. And uh, he just he, he was really had a hard time taking criticism. So yeah. he had a hard time saying like it's all on me. <laughs> he, he wasn't a good he wasn't an expert at <laughs> saying it's all. So you're on saying me. if PJ if if Jerry could have been a little bit more like PJ, he might have uh, he yes, might have stuck he around. Said it's all you know, it's all on me. And I'm, oh, and PJ takes it well. P, PJ takes it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Outside criticism. Yeah, he takes it real well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Any coach well, who says it's all on me is trying to get ahead of the people who are going to blame them because they hate to get blamed. Well, plus they never tell us what is on them. Correct. Just, no, they do all of it. It's, it's all, all of it. But uh, but I like specifics. Where did you? Where do you feel you really screwed up today? As it was all on you, and nobody really ever answers that question. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, we get that we get that all of it's on you, but specifically within yeah, that, because you go little... Where do you think? <laughs> You screwed up this game. If yeah. since it's all on you, I think you should go to the press conference next year. The first time the Gophers lose, Pat just stroll in, and when PJ I says would, it's but all, Babu on might hit me with her purse or some damn thing if I Babu's had to carry a question like that. I don't, not a bag, not a purse. He, he must carry a big bag with. She doesn't go to football post gamers. You you'd be fine. Not anymore because she's had too much no, to drink beforehand. Okay. The, the right. tailgates that, ordinarily do get rolling early enough that yeah, post okay. Now that now that there's a group of us living the sweet life now at go for yeah. uh, football games. So you know, yeah, we don't, we don't bother there. with those post game press conferences. Uh, okay. All right, gentlemen. All right, have a good weekend. See you, we'll see you next week. Uh, that's uh Royce Unchained here on Score North.